This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Zoe Lyons is with us today. Um, you can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio. Stop giggling, you two. I have to stop this car. I'm still reeling from Frank opening the show with just a little tip there for anyone trying to be cool. cool. <laughs> E-man, there are people on the Decade channels now wondering what you're talking about. Sorry. Oh. Um, so you can email the show via Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk I heard um, I was listening to Radio 3 on the way in this morning mm. uh, the home of um, that's the classic highbrow sophistication yeah, it's all classical mm. music and uh, the woman presenter said um, and now uh, next is uh, and it's like this French title and she said it's a bit of a mouthful and I thought can you still say that about um, other languages was she trying to be cool by um, uh, playing think... one of his lesser known tracks oh maybe yeah. I mean I don't know whose track it yes, was yes you're right though if you were working in some sort of you know like a citizen's advice bureau and said what's your name please oh that's a bit of a mouthful <laughs> Exactly, you'd been you'd been hot water. When you're listening to classical music, do you feel? I don't listen to classical music very much for some reason. Just lately, um, I have uh, I have three on in the car, and it's just it's easy. And it makes you. It does make me feel though like I'm uh, I'm a murderer in an ITV drama because mm. they do like to play it. Yeah, mm. that's true. Morse, of course, liked it, didn't he? Oh, did he? Yeah, I think Morse was a lot of classical music. I don't know. I've done my I, my classical music experience has always been. This is actually brilliant. This is brilliant. I'm going to listen to classical music for the... I'm bored. Yeah, that's me. I'm so... I've been so close. I really oh. thought I'm in love now. Ugh. Went to the opera once and... Uh, I, like, the, yeah. I like the opera. The well, opera don't class as classical music because the singing... It bang on for a long time. <laughs> I, I think it took us three hours to Can die. Can I recommend something to you both? <laughs> mm. um, the, I think you're approaching it wrong. What you need to do, don't just say classical music in the way that you do pop music. I realise I'm sounding very middle class here. No, it's all right. But do perhaps um, find an artiste that you enjoy and just stick to the one. So, example, mm. I only listen to Chopin. Again, oh. I'm sounding very middle class, I know. Okay. But just find one you like. And the bangers, just play the bangers, the less. <laughs> just yeah. stick to, uh, I stick heard, to Chopin's um, bangers. Alan Jones <laughs> has a feature on his um, classic FM show where he's uh, this week's banger, and then it's, it's something by, you know... Um, Schopenhauer or something like that. Absolute tune. <laughs> yeah, no, everyone has their jump around. Yeah. Moment. Well, there's, there's, I agree with you. No, you know, nothing is good all the time. But I, opera, I like. I go, go into the opera. In case you've never been, it's, it's if you can imagine a musical with PMT. That's, <laughs> that's what opera is like. Well, Which I describe my life. I went to the English National Opera. Ah, yes. And I didn't realise, uh, this says a lot about my, my, how much was, attention it would be in English there was an English, there yeah. would be in English and for the first five minutes of the show I thought I'd had one of those brain conditions where you could suddenly understand another language oh wow <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't want to freak <laughs> you out people <laughs> but 
I can speak Italian now. <laughs> but you see, I found it's like the TARDIS uh, translation unit in Doctor Who. So wherever you go, you can understand what they're saying. Very handy. It's interesting. Sorry, Frank. I was just. Um, I, when I first went to the English National Opera, I thought, great, this is in English at last. I won't have to look at the subtitles. And a minute in, I thought, I can't. There is English. I speak English. But if I came here and went, <laughs> you, you think, well, I, I, there's some words yeah. in there. I can't quite. Tell you, so I they think... still have subtitles on. I would think, oh, you've come round to my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> that was them doing their vocal warm-ups first thing in the morning. <laughs> I'm imagining both your parents smoked, is that correct? Of course they did. Oh, silly question. 70s right? actors who didn't smoke. <laughs> Can you imagine the one and a outcast? <laughs> Frank on Absolute Radio. By the way, is there an app available... That's like a scales app. For weighing. Fish? Oh, weighing. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you, so you mean? take a photo of yourself and it gives you scales. <laughs> Just to see what, what you'd look like if you were uh, if you was a fish. If you're a mackerel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, do you think there should be... Um, well, there is an app for scales. A, a weighing app. It's, it, it's called a scales. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, an app, it's a scales app. Frank, it's just scales. Okay, you just can't weigh yourself on the phone. No, but you just buy some scales. No, but I'm on about. There must be an app where you can put something on your phone and it'll tell you how heavy it is. How heavy your phone is? No, however the thing is. God, (laughs) how complicated is this? It is quite complicated. Well, there's a a measure your height. app which to me seems harder anyway what I'm getting at is I realise you know how we're told you know how people just accept stuff and that's how society goes wrong and it becomes an oppressive society because you just accept I've never heard anyone question the quarter pounder in in McDonald's I bet you no one has ever weighed one to check it out a quarter pound but wouldn't it be great if there was a scales yeah. app to get a quarter pounder and say, I'm sorry, this is only uh, three and a half ounces? And do you know what? I know a man who would do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Morning, Exactly. Prime. But you might get lucky. You might find yeah. you're up around the five, five ounce mark. They must vary. You see, I've got... They call, well, then don't call it the quarter pounder <laughs> if they vary. The very pounder. You, yeah. don't, you yeah. don't get to vary if you're calling it the quarter pounder. I don't... I never order the quarter pounder. I never have and I never will. But you know what? I why? never have. I have the quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> yeah. I Maybe quarter, that affects yeah. the weight. I have two quarter pounders. I have a half pounder. Oh. Yeah. How do you know? Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know if there is a scales app. You can't handle the quarter pounder. Yeah. I have a cheeseburger. I find the quarter pounder, I'm going to say it, it's a bit greedy. <gasps> I'm no. sorry, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> I never ordered just one burger. Really? I always have two. You're joking. No, I always have two. Do you eat them like yeah. Scooby Doo? Do, like, Scooby Doo like, stuff. Stacked. <laughs> oh, you don't stack them. Yeah, no, no. One in each hand. It's it's. Uh, Can yeah. I say something? Hold on. I just want to stop okay. if this is a joke. Are no. you serious? You have two burgers. I have two burgers. One's wow. never enough. 
One's never enough. But you're um, not rotund. No. Um, it's the nicest thing you've ever said to anybody. I, I mean, one of them... You I can thought, use that on your publicity <laughs> if you not like. Rotund. You use that you're just not Not rotund, Frank <laughs> Less round than I thought you'd be for, for a half-pounder. I'm not a complete animal, Frank. No. I'll have a little burger and a big burger. So okay. one's like an hors d'oeuvre. And then the main course. I was going to say, yeah, it's like it's like that step you get up to a jacuzzi. Yeah, I yeah. have no, I filio fish for my order. Filet. Filio fish. That was the first time I used the pronunciation filet. <laughs> was when the filet fish came out. Filet fish. That I used to love a filet fish. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what this reminds me of? I've been watching the Arsenal All or Nothing documentary. Nothing, as it turned out, I know. <laughs> However, this conversation is very much the kind of conversation they tend to have um, yeah. in the dressing room. I bet none of them have ever questioned the quarter pounder. <laughs> Take that back. I had a, a cheese toasty for breakfast oh. this week. Oh, how And was I it? wondered, you know when you slightly uh, are operating on the outer limits of breakfast? Mm. You know, things that are acceptable, mm. breakfast things. Yeah. And I thought, ooh, cheese toasty. Toast, obviously, fine, mm. but... Cheese toasty, is that a breakfast? Absolutely acceptable. Is that a breakfast thing? Yeah, I've had steak for breakfast before. Mm. Yeah, but we've already established all the rules are out the window with you, Zoe, and me. Yeah. I once kept it over. We went to a very lovely restaurant in America and I ordered the steak that turned up and it was basically the sort of size of a cow and I couldn't eat it all, so I took it home in one of those doggy bags and I slept with it on the pillow beside me and when I woke up in the morning, it was still there, so I just ate it. Don Corleone! Wow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I can honestly say I've never taken anything home in a doggy bag or doggy container um, and and let it do anything other than rot Yeah, <laughs> and think I will eat it four days is still fine and then you look at it and you think no I'm not going to I've never ate doggy well, bag well I food. slept with it and then ate it so yeah <laughs> well didn't Armand Mivers uh, oh, say oh, that no. anyone who gets that joke um, I can only apologise Frank I saw a man in the street, yeah, mm-hmm. not a big story so far, I admit that, um, skipping. Oh. Wait for it. Okay. Sans rope. <laughs> so I'm talking, I, in, me, in my mind there are two forms of skipping. There are skipping as in Muhammad Ali trains for the George Foreman fight skipping. Oh, lovely. And the skipping as in Here Comes Dorothy. <laughs> you know that? They're both. Yeah. I've, I have heard the latter style of skipping called um, capering. OK. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. But I saw a man in the street in sports gear mm. skipping um, as if it was part of his regime. Mm. And I wasn't, you know, things creep. Like I went to a hula hooping class. <laughs> things that used to be just fun become uh, proper keep fit things. If keep fit is still like a how We know Frank so well. We just accepted that. Yeah, we didn't even challenge. <laughs> question but, you know, I went to a hula hooping class anyway. Yeah. Well, I, this is something I've only ever seen really elated children do in the street, mm. and and it was a man, you know, probably late thirties. 
Uh, vest top. I was just going to ask, what, mm. can we just get an idea of the... Black, all black, the uh, running gear. Right. Slimming. Um, trainers? Slimming. The, the, the capering, <laughs> yeah, it's capering gear. Yeah, trainers. Hair? Capering trainers. Yeah. yeah Hair? Uh, long... Um, he's, he's, ah. he's listening to this, he's thinking this is me. This is talking me, about my, really. cap, my capering regime. Hair? Um, longish, curly, dark. Oh. But well, no rope. <laughs> no rope. Just skipping. He, 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 he capered. He's right. what, he's what he when, you, when you say cape, are we talking skipping, like up and down skipping, not forward propelled? No, propelled. no, I'm talking about, you know when you see a child skipping onto one foot, yes. onto the other foot, going forward? Oh, he was moving forward. Yeah, he was doing Is that. Is it a bit warming oh. up on the touch? Is it a bit warming up, football warming up? Well, he didn't do one side. <laughs> he didn't do sideways, 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 and then sideways, the sideways. sideways you know, it's like yeah. Dorothy. When Dorothy comes down the, the yellow brick road, she, she skips. Mm. And he was doing that. Obviously, maybe it was thinking, you know, I've had me run, I'll, I'll caper for 10, <laughs> just as a cool-down exercise. I just, if anyone, 8, 12, 15, if anyone's listening who, who is a keep-fit type... Mm. I'd really like to know if capering is something that's uh, that's kicked in. Well, I was skipping last week with a rope. With a rope, ah, well, really badly, really, well. really badly. It, I had flashbacks of being at primary school and why I was never involved in any activity. What you never see at the gymnasium mm. is team skipping. <laughs> you never see one person skipping and two groups of keep fit people with a real long rope, Big like, rope. like the girls used to do at school. Yeah. You're absolutely right, though. At what age does that stop, free skipping? Mm. Because without a rope, I'd say beyond, what would you say, maybe eight? It's no. Getting, really? No. Um, I know sometimes I, wish... I skip. Do you? Yeah, well, A, you get there quicker... And be some. It, be, hold it. Hold, hold, hold. <laughs> you mean you skip um, forward with yeah. a rope? No, no, no. Just a, a gentle skip because it's fun. I, I'm worried really? about that. Are you talking capering now? I'm capering. You caper in the street. Sometimes I will caper. You don't. I do caper, and I've got quite a long haul at home, and oh, I caper no. down that. I caper down the hall. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's indoors, presumably. No, we're yeah. talking about outdoor capering. I will definitely outdoor caper. It's. Well. Yeah. I saw someone get since I saw a woman in a bandana, <laughs> capering. Yeah, um, quarter pounder in one hand, yeah. cheeseburger in the other. Yeah, cheeseburger in the Double other, capering. Yeah. Down. What do you make of that? Yeah. You didn't. I did. <laughs> it's like the ski sticks. Why? Well, don't you know when you see people walking with the ski, ski sticks? sticks. Is yeah. that to, is that to make it an upper body thing? It's, they've they've come from Austria and the climate's improved on the way down. Oh, That's that it. must they've that kicked down the, that global yeah. warming. Never made falls of those the skis. Do you know what I mean? Often you see old people out walking when they've got to. Yeah. Is yeah. that just like an anti falling over? It's supposed to be over? steadying. I once did the west the the West Highland Way in Scotland with a friend and she walked with poles right uh, to assist the walk and all it all that happened was she gave herself blisters on the palms of her hands mm. with her poles did yeah. you have any midge um... midge problems yeah uh, no because I had a burger in each hand and it distracted them <laughs> that's a very good idea mm. I use the uh, scented candle but um, <laughs> come to think of it oh, the quarter pound makes more pardon citron uh, sometimes citron <laughs> I like a sandalwood or a filet of fish <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a great candle Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio
Frank, can I just ask you, did you see any of the... Uh, I'm calling it the unfortunate raid. What, the Donald Trump raid? Oh, yeah. Well, one of the great joys for me of the Donald Trump raid is that they took several, um, I think they said files and or envelopes that had top secret <laughs> stamped on them. Scooby-Doo. And I, I just think top secret doesn't feel like a thing from the real world, you know what I mean? It's, it feels like something from Danger Mouse. It's what you put on your teenage diary. Yeah. It feels like it would be written in American typewriter font as well. Oh, I'm hoping it's yeah. re- a red, red. stamp. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really hoping that. Is there a sort of a mid-range secret stamp <laughs> for things that you can leave on trains? Because yeah. people people who leave files on trains only ever leave ones with top secret on them, yeah. as far as, as I can tell. Would a government file have top secret on it? I mean, is it, is it still a standard term? No. 8 12 yeah. 15 oh, yeah. and you can do no caller ID if you're working <laughs> at GCHQ or and something. And you're absolutely right, Zoe. Is for your eyes only post Bond film? Did the government decide, because that was a sort of MI5, MI6 thing, wasn't it? Did they decide, oh, we better not use that, everyone knows it now? Like, mm. did Bond ruin the concept of For Your you Eyes know, Only? It's never occurred to me that For Your Eyes Only was a, an intelligence term. Yes, it is. Mm. I believe, oh, because yeah. oh. with Bond, I just thought it was going to be somewhat lewd. <laughs> well, they made it sound that with the song. The song was a yeah. bit sexy. Yeah. And actually, that's something that was stamped on official Do you think documents. Michael yes. Gove gets documents as say for, 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 for four eyes only. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be great. Sort of old Italian sending it for four eyes only. <laughs> oh, man. Gone now, of but course. Go. Changed. <laughs> Go, but not forgotten. Never forgotten. Listen, so. I one of the things that used to be whenever um, friends or family came down to London, one of the things they were keen to do. Obviously, we live in a place. Uh, in if you live in London, you know there's a lot of amazing architecture and historical sites. What they all wanted to do was the Rainforest Cafe. Oh. <laughs> which is that rare combination of an environmental fast food place. And um, with a very nice shop where you could buy like a cuddly sloth mm. or something like that, or something that represented the animal world. <laughs> and how great they are. Um, I went there recently. Is it still open? I thought, well, they, I thought oh. they'd cut it down. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it's been levelled. Yeah. Um, well, I went to... Um, I'll tell you what happened. Mm. I took my family to the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. And uh, there was no room at the inn. Oh. Oh, yeah. And I bet there was three tables occupied in there. And, I mean, how long does it take to eat? We, I said, we'll be in and out in a, in a 40 minutes. Yeah. But no. So we had to walk away from an empty restaurant. Oh. I, we had a look at a, a bit of rock yeah. memorabilia on the way out. <laughs> but the, no food. Yeah. And I said, I know what. We'll go to the, the, old, the old standby, the Rainforest Cafe, famous for the storms mid-meal, actual storms mm. occur. 
Um, oh, yeah, that's how they do it. So you, what did you do? All that stuff. The lights flash on and off, and the gorillas on the wall look from left to right, as if <laughs> as if um, a storm in a rainforest means that your um, your road safety uh, has to go really up a notch. I suppose flooding. So anyway, we headed for um, the ever popular tourist um, attraction. I mean. You say ever popular. It's quite a 90s decision to go there. So why don't you have some Alco Pops listen to the Spice Girls on the well, way? Well, I'll tell you what happened Okay. Uh, after this. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We left you at the Rainforest Cafe. Well, did you? <laughs> did you, Emily? Oh. Because... We headed for the right. I said, look, we might not get in. It's Saturday. Might not get in. No, it's a very, very... Honestly, the amount of time people have come down you to London... You need to know people in the know, Emily, to get into the rainforest. I'm serious. I'll, I'll call Eduardo, see if he can get me a table in the rainforest cafe. People, people come to London. That's where they want to go. They don't want to go to Buckingham Palace and they want to go to the rainforest. Anyway... I got there... Oh. And the first, imagine my surprise, as they say in story. Um, it's not called the Rainforest <gasps> Cafe anymore. Oh. What the, what's it I called? That's, it's called Jungle Cave. <laughs> that's what it's called. And I thought, okay. Does, when, that, does that mean less environmental? <laughs> when was this rebranding decision made? Right. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I went in. I went through the shop. There's still a shop. Oh, I love this. Is it's it not, the same setup? It's not just bat stuffed bats now to take <laughs> in the cave. Were you greeted by Alfred? <laughs> yeah. So we went in. Staff were very lovely. Um, uh, we went in, and it was quite easy to get a table. Mm, that's worrying. Uh, Terror never a good sign. And I noticed that the gorillas. Um, the, we sat under a gorilla, and he just looked a bit, uh, a bit chipped. <laughs> uh, what? As in microchip? No, chipped uh, as in like he needed a, you know, a, a top, bit of mange. Yeah. Oh, I don't want a tatty uh, gorilla. He looked like. No. I tell you what, he looked. He looked like he hadn't got that part in Jumanji, <laughs> and he'd never quite had turned to drink. Yeah. Had never quite got over it. Uh, and I said the staff was lovely and the food was lovely, but there's a real sense that the ship was steadily sinking. Oh yeah, and I'd like lo- I'd love if anyone out there knows what happened to Rainforest Cafe. It used to be a. Well, I'll tell you what happened to Rainforest spot. Cafe. Jungle Cave. I know. What jungle. is a jungle cave? Well, the Phantom. The Phantom was well, actually it's actually on my T-shirt today. Coincidentally, this character was a comic book I used to love, and he lived in a the Skull Cave, which was a a, a cave, the front of which looked like a human skull. Mm. It's a clever idea, the Phantom, because the the locals thought he was a, he lived forever. And what happened? It was an hereditary post. So your your son one day was given the Phantom outfit. So you know he'd oh. been around for you, very clever. But he lived in a jungle cave. Did you um, did you have to wait for a table, or did you get one straight away? No, no, we got a table. But here was a nice thing: is um, we were a birthday. Um, yeah. Party at oh, the time, yeah. um, and uh, 
one of the staff heard that mention. We didn't announce it. Mm. And uh, they came over with a little cake and candle and they did a song which wasn't Happy Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but w- which was a b- which birthday thing. It had the word birthday in it. Yeah. Oh. But it, wasn't, it was like, began, it's your birthday, it's your birthday. And oh, I thought that... that- it's a copyright issue. Jungle Cave haven't got the money. Oh, man. No, Frank, they're worried about paying the money. They might, honestly, yeah. they can't afford it. I thought it was better than Happy Birthday. They can't afford the rights for singing it. I thought if this song had come first, that this would this be what sang. Would be oh, this. it's the Betamax or the VHS birthday yeah. songs. How does better it... Quality, I'd like, I'd, I know, I'm not going to put you on the spot, but a vague approximation, Frank, what? of the happy birthday song, so I can think I really... It. it was sort of, uh, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, happy, happy, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, happy birthday day. It was like that. <laughs> can I tell you, I used to work in the TGI Fridays around the corner from what was uh, the Jungle Calf years ago. Badges yeah. on the braces. We, we, oh, badges on the braces, and yes. What's that called now? Good Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sell meat to vegan <laughs> We used to have to sing happy birthday to children and can I say as much as this song might have been skipping along in a joyful way, every single person that was singing it was dying on the inside. Oh, oh no. Yeah. But you sang the traditional we happy birthday. We sang the traditional what badges did you wear? I had a lot of badges. Oh, I had a no, lot of silverware. To, you have to have a lot of badges. You've got to have a lot of badges, and you, it helps if you're a Southampton FC fan as yes. well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Silverware, what was that then? Well, just like I had a lot of... I won a lot of... Th- I was a bartender. Okay. So I used to do the throwing of the bottles. Oh, did you do that? I was good at the throwing of the bottles. Where I fell down was the catching of the bottles. <laughs> uh, a lot of bottles went over the top. Oh, But okay. didn't come back. Yeah. I, um... I've, I don't think I've ever been there and not had surf and turf. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been there. Oh. I know, I did go there, there once. I no like questions it. at this time. I like it, and I like, I like the staff as, as, as a performance aspect. I think that was nice. I'd love to have been served by you, Zoe. That oh, would have been would've. great. Maybe we can story. stage it yeah. for old times' sake. <laughs> old times' sake. <laughs> yeah. Have you got a gorilla suit, Em? <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Zoe Lyons. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via Frank. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, my love you. Oh, I love you. Uh, Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. I'm slurring. Mm. We've been hearing from our wonderful listeners, Frank, readers, mm. I should say. I do apologise. It's okay. 527. Hi, Frank, Emily and Zoe. We were talking briefly, do you remember, about classical music? We were talking about the love between us. George. <laughs> and I was trying to encourage the two of you yeah. to approach cla- the classiques in mm. much the same way as you would your pop. Mm. Just pick someone you like. Yeah. Uh, Derek from Rugby has got in touch to say, I once upset my girlfriend's dad. That's it. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, he said, what classical music do you like? I said, Depeche Mode and the Smiths. I don't think he quite knew that... Uh, he thought sort of classic hits oh, or something. Oh, I, I see, think yeah. he thought it meant. Um, we've also had... Not bad choices, though, to be fair. TBF. 
That's your, is that your nephew's favourite? My nephew's favourite. And, and the Smiths was the last band who I had pictures on the wall, on my bedroom wall of. Who was the last, oh, did you, oh. who was the last one you had? I can't mention who I had pictures on my bedroom wall of, sadly. Are they, have they been uh, con sale? I'll say. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you okay. can only guess. Yeah, I think. I was in the fan club of someone who um, was later. <laughs> um, Cancel. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> I had Grace Jones on my wall. Oh yes. Yeah. I love Grace oh, Jones. Oh typical, you got it right. Yeah, I got it right. She hula hoops. She hula hooped very well. Yes, very well. I saw her do I can't remember what which song it was, but uh, a whole Slave song. to the rhythm. Was it yeah. of course Slave obvious? To the rhythm yes, that's a Catholic, Catholic old yeah. Catholic song. Yeah. We there <laughs> Slave to the Rhythm, open brackets <laughs> method. Oh. Close bracket. Oh, no. We've also heard from James in London. Oh, the yeah. UK now has three levels of classification of information. They are official, secret, and top secret. Oh. And James then says, P.S. don't read my number out. Oh. <laughs> uh, so official, that's that's, that's bland, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that is. that's like a sort of council tax bill that's official yeah that's can you make this meeting i mean yeah. if i got official i'd be so insulted yeah, yeah but also people say stuff you know what i love you karen and that's official <laughs> yeah um, i thought there was a sensitive classification sensitive information oh that's for the ladies oh yeah, yeah. they are sensitive <laughs> they are yeah bursting tears at the drop of an hour. don't talk about this in front of Barbara she'll have a right meltdown she'll be crying <laughs> <laughs> do you think there is like in the when they have their cabaret at GCHQ there's a pub landlord figure who says instead of like fruit based drinks for the ladies there's a sensitive file for the ladies <laughs> gets a big laugh yeah. from the guys the big pink folder yeah <laughs> <laughs> Going back to skipping mm. earlier, we, we 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 started off the show in a sort of skipping way. Uh, got a text in here from Alison says, "Hi Frank, I think the skipping was part of a pre-run warm-up known as power skips. Oh. There's a routine you can do which also includes butt kicks and clawing." I wow. don't like the sound of chlorine. <laughs> chlorine? Chlorine. <laughs> butt kicks, and it, that's obviously when you kick your, your, your heel. You heal your own butt. But, yeah. yeah. How does the claw? I don't like anything to do with claws. Chlorine. Chlorine. I don't I'm, I'm going to have to Google that. Yeah. Get your lobster claws away from... I don't like... I hate claws. <laughs> oh, I quite like a claw. Do you? Do you yeah. Know, maybe it's part of that... I'm just thinking... Um, <laughs> Wasn't Charlie Claw a um, wasn't he a famous? Uh, is that right? Was was he a Victorian villain? Well, Charlie I'm familiar Peace, with the Claw maybe. Gallery, of course. But other than that, no. I can't help. What is, if you're still there? Um, Sorry, what, who was that person? Alison. Alison, if you're still there. Alison, I know this world is killing you. But tell us what clawing is, because I'd love to. I'd love to know. Do you think that's walking along, literally clawing like the air? Yeah, or just sort of running up and down curtains? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no one's going to be doing that. Oh, no. is it like um? Look out! Here comes a spider man. <laughs> I hate those session singers, Frank. Oh, but yeah. Oh, I hate them. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Who was the oh. name? Who was the name of the band leader on the Strictly? What was his name? <laughs> Dave Arch. <laughs> Dave Arch, of course. That's probably what the jungle cave will be called next time I go there. (laughs) Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
So um, we have... Uh, what I believe they're calling the rap community Z-Lions on with us the, today. Z-Dog. <laughs> yeah. You two, if you were double that, you could be a little literary reference here. Franny and Zoe. Franny and that? Zoe? Yes, I do remember that. J.D. Salinger. Oh, It was no. a difficult second album, as it were. Uh, yeah. Mm. I must admit, I'm one of those people that can only name one JD book. Oh, now you've got two. Yeah, Franny and, and Zoe, Franny. I like you two together. Yeah, good. We're okay. Well. We've worked well. I've had a busy... I've been... Um, my week's been taken up with staying hydrated. Oh. Uh, OK. Yeah. Just so much hydration going on. It's... Um, I remember in the 70s and 80s when we had heat waves. I don't think I drank any water think, from May till September. I think in the 80s, uh, hydration was one of my main priorities. <laughs> <laughs> But in a roundabout sort of a way. Yeah. I certainly kept my mattress very hydrated. Yeah. Well, no one ever said... My mother did say to me once, whilst puffing on a cigarette, I loathe water. Oh. <laughs> I like that, because you're waiting for the sort of something about fish, some comedy remark, but it's just, it's just, just straight, I just don't like it. She hates I loathe it. it. Yeah. We're 80% water. Mm. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. the theory. So I'm sure so, that used to be we were four-fifths. Water. Four, four fifths water, and a quarter uh, pound of water, and uh, <laughs> four fifths is eighty percent. Yes, I've just it? figured that out. But it always used Quite to people lady. always used to say four fifths. Four, four. Eight, eight, they never said eighty percent. I don't. Oh, why would that have changed? Eighty mm. percent is easier. Is four-fifths? I don't know. But it, it, no, four-fifths is... I mean, for a start, if you've got any sort of uh, um, uh, veneer teeth happening, four-fifths would be yeah. an absolute nightmare to Do you think that's, they, they led the 80% I, revolution? I blame Love Island yeah. for uh, too many veneered teeth, and now we can't say four-fifths. Oh, but it is. Without getting a whistle at the end. Oh. <laughs> four-fifths. Do you know the Veneery Whistlers? I can't bear them. No. The Veneery Whistlers, <laughs> what a band they were. <laughs> They're touring again. Yeah. yeah. Here they come. So how have, how have you hydrated just by drinking stuff? Lots of water. Mm. Lots and lots with squash. OK. Yeah, because I'm still sort of a 14-year-old trapped oh, in the 50-year-old's body, like a bit of squash. But I did notice the other day, in, in every supermarket that I went into in Brighton, all the bottled water had gone because of the hose pipe ban. <laughs> I think what you that's think, what people, people have done. They're watering their garden. I know. I think they've heard hose pipe ban and gone into free fall panic, which sort of set me off a little bit. I went back into sort of um, uh, panny D mode because um, I I went um, I I I I enjoyed parts of the pandemic because it really appealed to me because I have discovered that I am a hunter gatherer. Mm. Congratulations! Thank you very no. much. Thank no, you very much. What do you mean? I'm a hunter-gatherer as, as opposed to a, as a, opposed to a farmer. I like to hunt. So when they said there was no toilet roll, you know, two years back when we had the old loo roll thing, I yeah. made it my life's work to find bog roll, and I discovered oh. I'm very good at it. I'm very good. I'm a hunter-gatherer, which is very different to being um, a farmer. So what does? Can I just for us farmers? Because I suspect I feel like we might be the farmers, Frank. I, I don't know. Let me deal with this. Mm. What is a farmer? A farmer has a steady supply. Right. Right. Mm. So they, what does that, they shop and Shop and stuff, whereas I'm sort of more caveman and like to go out and get my um, sabre-toothed tiger. 
It makes sense. But the farmers, but they're all shopping. What you mean? So the farmer plans ahead. Is this I think right? The farmer or? plans ahead. I think oh, what I've discovered is right. Okay, if there's a shortage of something, that's when I come alive, my right. friends. Okay. I come alive. I I was the only person I think in this country enjoyed the petrol crisis because I made it my life's ambition. I turned into Rambo. I basically turned into Rambo. I put a vest on. Motivated by adrenaline, maybe. Motivated by adrenaline mm-hmm. and uh, and the need for diesel. Which uh, oh. features highly in my life. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. And uh, I made it my life's work. Oh, yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Diesel's so, yeah. still, right. that's still legal, diesel. Yeah, diesel. God, it's, it's things like diesel that destroyed the rainforest cafe. <laughs> that's exactly, it's all links up. Yeah, it's because of diesel. That's how we've ended up with the jungle cave. The jungle yeah. cave, it's my fault. It's great the deforestation <laughs> closed the Isn't fast it, food restaurant. Hunter-gatherer with diesel closed the rainforest cafe. At least we've worked oh, it out. Oh, yeah. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, you're right, still here, guys. Well, I'm, I'm going to be totally frank. I fell off my chair. And I fell off my chair. Oh, <laughs> wow. I, fell off yeah. my chair. I wish I could say yeah. this from last Anyway, so I'll much. put my shorts back on there. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the, the producer, Sarah, has just had a text from Graham the Mechanic. Uh, who's in Glasgow and works for Planet Radio. Um, I mean, is that... I mean, local is local radio, then there's really not very local at all. Planet Radio it gives you sort of... Uh, you get, like, traffic news from Karachi and stuff on it. I was going to put George Jetson. But anyway, um, Graham, thanks for getting in touch because he points out that um, the Quarter Pounder... Mm. Is a, weighs a quarter of a pound raw, mm. but when it's cooked with the addition of oil, etc., um, it can vary considerably. So in up weight. or down, up or either way. <laughs> You'd think it would get bigger with oil rather than less. But then fat burning off, it would get less. I mean, is it like a boxer? Like pre-fight, is it quite down on its weight? And then oh, it yeah. just bulks up for yeah, two days. Maybe that's mm, it. Or yeah. like um Yeah, or the jockey. Mm. Um the jockey. Um, <laughs> the jockey have the they don't drink water, do they have the saunas? No. Very, they love a sauna, Frank. Oh, it's a hard mm. life uh, the uh <laughs> <laughs> on the flat where you've got to keep super thin the job. Well, it's not really. They do it for a bit and then they just open a state restaurant or something. They always open a restaurant. They open a lettuce restaurant <laughs> <laughs> after years of that. Um, no, that's interesting, though. I'm glad mm. to know that. And also, we had a lovely... Speaking of Sarah, producer, we had a lovely story from her little life. <laughs> oh, my God. That when Sarah got the got <laughs> when she got that was a deliberately comic when she got and to be uh, fair to Frank he always takes it in very good sport when I refer to his little jokes his little he did one of well, little jokes I remember once uh, a, a previous producer Daisy started um, talking about how a washing machine wasn't operating properly and I said can't you save this conversation for your ordinary friends <laughs> which wasn't, wasn't me at my most adorable I admit 
But anyway, when Sarah found out that she'd got not this job, but work experience at Absolute Radio, which might not sound much to you guys listening, but is a, is a foot on a golden ladder, let me tell you that, that she was in, she was dining in the Rainforest Cafe, as was, and was embarrassed because the man who, who phoned her from Absolute Radio, she was praying <laughs> that a tropical storm would not kick up and he would realise that she was in Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> you know, like when you say I'm sick at home and the, mm. and the, uh, the airport announcement comes on the phone. It's like one of that. It's, it's the Rainforest Cafe version of that. Are you in a tropical storm? <laughs> oh, man, what a, what a great... I was in... Um, Nando's on Cardiff Bay when I uh, was told I'd got an audition for um, for Doctor Who. Oh. Wow. So that was... Uh, Andy, what, what about your fast food um, <laughs> life milestones? <laughs> 8, 12. I'll see you later, everyone. 15. <laughs> Ruth Jordan, who you may recall is one of our regulars. The morning sun shone down upon the texts of Ruth Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Ruth Jordan has got in touch to say thank you to Zoe for reassuring me that I'm not the only adult who drinks squash. I'm 41 years old and I think squash makes up about 80% or four-fifths of my fluid intake. <laughs> four-fifths? Yeah. Oh, don't do the veneery people. The veneery well, whistlers. Yeah. I, um... Would you say they'd got the veneery disease? The veneery... Oh, no. <laughs> I, um... I bulked. That's what I did. I bulked when she said that she drank squash. Me? Oh, yes. oh what? Why? Because It's I, posh squash. I drink posh squash. But for me, it, has, it always has been and always will be cordial. No, I've got a posh squash. I've got a lime and mint posh squash that but I quite squash, enjoy. Squ mm. I think I don't know where squash came from. It's some. It's some. You know, one syllable easy way out from cordial. We used to have orange cordial and you know all that. It was that. It was squash as now is, mm. but it was always called cordial. Why change it? Squash just squash is one of those nice words. Squash like, though has an air of violence about it, where cordial is like the cordial entente. It sounds like peace and love. <laughs> That's what's happened to the world. We live in a world where it's easier to say hate than love. Good night. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> oh, is there anyone called Mic drop, drop on the circuit? Well, so you know what there is now. It's got yeah. a bit. And I bet he's currently got a show. Yeah, That's, he will go, have. that's gone. The the comedy uh, has, has it. it? The yep. comedy comedian's Mike name. dropping his truth bombs. <laughs> yeah. Like, I used to uh, work a lot with a guy called... I think he's still working, called Rory Motion. You know him? Rory Motion. It's ringing the bell. Yeah. And what, is there a pun in there? Rory yeah. Motion, but Raw 
Emotion. Oh, I get it, I get it. Oh, I had yeah. to think about that one. That's yeah, not and there was lots of those um, kind of uh, comedy names. Yeah. Mark My Words, for example. <laughs> oh, how my toes would curl if I turned up on a bill and there was somebody called Mark My Words. Well, he was, he was very... Uh, oh, my. Very fine sort of I comedy poet. and stay in the same I room. was a hair's breadth from um, telling Equity that my name would be... Uh, from now on would be Wes Bromwich. <laughs> oh, my yeah. word. Oh. Would that have yeah. changed things, do well, you think? Well, yes, it would. You wouldn't have had my number for a start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd be doing the show alone. <laughs> You'd have had my number, but it would have been an L121. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Chris Frain has been in touch, talking about Rainforest Cafe. Mm. Yep. Absolute Radio, 2022. Has he got the um, gen on it? I once lived with someone who ended up there after taking something on a night out up west. OK. <laughs> Beautifully handled, Chris. Yeah, yeah, it was. Obviously yeah. something nefarious that you're being discreet about. The animals on the wall were talking to him and the jungle came to life. Yeah. I'm afraid there was an incident and the constabulary were called. Oh, no, not at, not at the RFC. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, the, the jungle does sort of come to life. He might not have even uh, been uh, hallucinating. Talking at the RFC, like it's some noble institution. <laughs> well, I, I mourn its uh, passing, especially as it became the JC. Iona Faz has... She's one Do of you? our regulars. <laughs> I love Iona. She's one of our regulars. No, I know, I recognise, because you know I think I've done the joke before. You have. Uh, Iona says, re-fast food milestones. There's a viral video going round of a proposal in McDonald's. It doesn't end well. The producer's laughing. She's obviously familiar. The, she's on the Gen Z millennial cusp, just FYI. Okay. P.S. As Emily is an honorary scouser, I am, and I'm from Liverpool, does she know that we say machis? Uh, I, I did know that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, of course, n- now that you've told me that Sarah laughed in recognition at that viral, the next time she hasn't done something I ask her to do, I'll say, well, yeah, maybe instead of watching funny <laughs> McDonald's videos, you could dot, dot, dot. Maybe it didn't go well because the proposee didn't offer two burgers. That would be a no from me. If, if, um, I think it was the use of an onion ring, <laughs> is that what it was? which I thought the woman oh, was just disrespectful. Can you imagine, for so many reasons, if that came my way, Frank? I know, yeah. I mean, please. I want to talk to you two about something this morning. Don't panic. But, Frank, I believe... Zoe, I'm sure you are. Mm. Um, Frank, you're familiar with Drake's work, aren't you? Um... The bangers. Well, I know he exists. <laughs> I've got to be straight with you because I believe the story you're referring to is refers to a tattoo of mm. Drake not being that good a likeness. Mm. I was unable to judge that tattoo <laughs> because I don't really know what Drake looks like. So I had well, to have a look and often- com- compare and contrast. We have come across this problem before because I've meant I brought up Drizzy before. Mm. That's Drake's nickname. Is it really? Um, is if you're called... Well, what is Drake? That's his <laughs> real name. name. <laughs> yeah. He's a certified lover boy. 
was his last album. Okay, I thought you were just... um, (laughs) uh, Where does certified fit on the uh, MI5 (laughs) ratings? Sensitive. Yeah. Excuse me, can I see the certificate, please? Yes. Mr Loverboy. Do you want to come back to my place? I am, you may be interested to know, a certified Loverboy. Certified Loverboy. Do you think Paxman would refer to him as Mr Boy when he was interviewing him? So just... I mean, it's how... the CL boy, because that's what he gets <laughs> letters addressed to. How can we sum up the music, just briefly, for him? You're familiar with Drake's work, aren't you, Because yeah. it's the kind of music... I, I'd sum it up this way, see mm. if you agree. Picture a Premier League footballer, Frank, mm. in some Louis Vuitton slides, uh, with those little white headphones... Oh, yeah. ..walking into yeah. the dressing room, and he's listening to something. It sounds a bit auto-tune-y. It's all that modern music. So it's something a bit like... I love you, girl, but you do me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That classic. Yeah, it's okay. that sort of... You know mm. the sort of music you hear in I shops? Love a <laughs> it's a bit Roland Gift. Yeah. <laughs> OK, I love you, girl, but you do me wrong. Like that, You've got to like sing that. it with a mouthful of Maltesers. Yeah. Frank, you've got it in one. Yeah. OK. By the way, I find most Premier League footballers <laughs> don't go for the little bods. They what go for they go the for? big... Big, the, big cans. The, yeah, big cans, that's mm. what they go for. <laughs> Make no mistake about that. Um, OK, so I think we've established... He, he's a major star, isn't he? He's an incredibly successful. Champagne Pappy? He's huge. Yeah? OK. Again, I'm not... I don't think you should make personal <laughs> remarks about his physique. He's a bit Champagne Pappy. Okay, more Drake to come. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio <laughs> with Emily Dean and Zoe Lyons. You can text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show as an alternative via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Certified lover boy. Hmm. Drake. Is Drake one of his real names? <laughs> yes, I believe his name is something like, is it Aubrey? Something Drake. Uh, so it's one of his names, okay. yeah, his many names. Okay. The father, it's Graham. Aubrey Drake Graham, maybe. Because okay. the father is called Dennis Graham. Right. I know a little bit about the family. Well, the father features, of course, in this story. Feet Dennis. <laughs> uh, we should say, yeah. There's been breaking news, actually, this morning. There's often breaking tat news mm. with Drake because he okay. likes to update his ink. He's all about the ink. And he's just, as we speak, I mean, as we speak, but very recently, he's had a new tattoo to add to his collection of 35. Mm. Can you remember some of the tattoos Drake's already got? Just to... Tweety Pie. No. <laughs> Anchor. <laughs> no, Rihanna eating ice cream. Oh, that classic. The number six. An uh, owl catching a mouse. An owl Some sort catch- of 19th century Mexican Robin Hood figure. Mm. OK. Um, and I'm a horny little devil. <laughs> yeah. Com- no, he's got a no wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and he's added to this with the initials of his mother, which is lovely, within the last 48 hours, I believe. Mm. However... The story I would like to discuss this morning concerns Drake Senior, Dennis. Yeah. Did you see this, Frank? I did. I was... Um, even though I don't, I'm not familiar with Drake's oeuvre, 
I uh, I was. I tell you what, I th- I want. I don't know why I question this because there's lots of people who have their children tattooed on them, either their names or an image. But I've ne- I think this is the first one someone have their adult children tattooed mm. on them. So old old man Drake, uh, not old man Drake the magician, uh, but old man Drake has got like a a recent um, depiction of his son mm. tattooed on him, which I find a bit... That's, I mean, he does know he can take a photo, doesn't he? Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, it seems to have gone Has he not got a phone? A of, yeah, it's quite a sort of extreme length but to the, go to. Uh, the he controversy... He went to Mike, Frank, as well. He's one of the best Money Mike. Oh, is, is he well, a he's an Inca. famous tattooist? Yeah, okay. an Inca. <laughs> Um, let's see, I thought they died out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> went um, to an ancient Mexican tattooist. So, oh. yeah, I wonder if he knew the old Mexican Robin Hood. Yeah, that's where it comes. It all makes sense now. It does, it's fallen into place. Um, I don't know where he's had the tattoo on his physicality. Where you is... mind your business. OK. Is it's it... going to... I mean, it's not going to be anywhere. It's his son, for goodness sake. Is it on an arm? You'd be surprised with some of these. I know where it is. Yeah. Go on. Correct. On his it's arm. on his arm, yeah. I always think. I think he's got Gandhi on one arm, right? Drake on the other. His argument was, "What's what's good for the Drake is good for the Gandhi." Oh, oh wow! He should have that actually tattooed as a caption. I'm going to get that tattooed across my face. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll never work again. (laughs) Well, can I read you a quote from uh, the popular tabloid, the the Daily Mirror? Mm. I wrote this down because I was taken aback. The tattoo, it describes it, the tattoo shows a short-haired Drake, which sounds like <laughs> some sort of waterfowl. Yeah. <laughs> um, the tattoo... Sh- stick around, this is not the big part of the sentence. The tattoo shows a short-haired Drake staring straight into your soul wow. <laughs> as he pouts his lips. So, firstly, the Daily Mirror acknowledges the existence of the soul. Breaking news. <laughs> and also, if I met someone with, with the, the visionary power to stare straight into my soul, I'd be surprised if they employed pouting as one of their... To, it's said, to offset. The Daily Mirror, they, I mean, it's all blamed on the sun now, but they had their own version of the sort of page three. I think they've seen so many dolly birds that pouting is just part of their... Mm. Well, they can't work out whether it's sort of messianic or sort of RuPaul's Drag Race. Or just a mess. Pick a lane. <laughs> Messy or messianic, they, can't, oh, they cannot on. decide. But, I mean, really... As if he was staring straight into your soul. It's the mirror. It's the daily mirror. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were discussing Drake's tattoos. Let's mm. let, let us not forget mm. uh, three other classics he mm. has. I might just be casually dropping them in. Some of the thirty-five throughout the show. Sade, I know. Nice. Uh, Denzel, got- Denzel Washington, specifically in the movie Mo Better Blues. Okay. And Jack O'Lantern. Jack O'Lantern. <laughs> now, I'm a great fan, Zoe, as if you know, of the O when it stands alone, as in, you know, um, Tam O'Shanter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And Jack O'Lantern, I'd I'd forgotten about. Mm. I'd like to see. I'm going to have a look at his uh, Jack O'Lantern. Don't say that, Frank. <laughs> is you, it, he might I, not take to that kindly. Where Can't is his Jack O'Lantern? Oh, guys, come he, on. Is <laughs> it in his... Um, I, I. No, is, is it um, the <laughs> Halloween version of Jack O'Lantern? Oh, is there any other? I think there was an original sort of folk figure of Jack O'Lantern who wasn't pumpkin-led. Oh, was there really? Mm. But I know, I know, um, pumpkin Jack O'Lantern has dominated the market for some time. Just he, he carved it out. Yeah. Yes, Thank you. it's weird, isn't it, though, to choose a seasonal tattoo. Yes, yes. That, yeah. That's someone who doesn't think about tomorrow. I wonder how many Christmas <laughs> tattoos there are. Yeah, you don't see many Christmas tattoos. You don't tattoos. see many Christmas tattoos. I wonder if you could have like a sort of advent calendar tattooed on the body that you just sort of reveal over Christmas. There's a plan. There's a yeah. plan. Oh, you don't want to be opening squares. Yeah. Anything pendulous you could convert yeah. into a globe. Absolutely. lantern. <laughs> So anyway, I like it. I like the sound. I like the randomness of his tattoo collection. Mm. Well, the Chardé is inspired. Yeah, that is quite an odd one. Yeah, I think she didn't. She have a, a, a revival a few years back. She did. She mm. had a Craig David moment. Yeah, and he's quite good friends with her, I believe. Lovely. Mm. Mm. So Dennis Graham. Yeah. Drake Senior, who I think would actually be a lovely friend for you, Frank. Okay. Takes a lot of boxes. Uh, Catholic. All right. Lives in Memphis. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Local. Local. Yeah. Used to be a drummer with Jerry Lee Lewis, I believe. Did he? Really? (laughs) The killer. (laughs) Frank, am I selling him to you? You are selling. Yeah. Wow, what a guy. And... (laughs) It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. He's excited. No, no. that and is great. Loves Doctor Who. He doesn't. You've <laughs> made that bit off. Of course he doesn't. No. <laughs> Intelligent battle oh. Yeah, he's also going to tattoo a Patrick Troughton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he did. But he has a tattoo of his own, his own son. adult son. I've always thought with portrait tattoos, as your skin, shall we say, deteriorates with age, so will the portrait of said person. But that's good, isn't it? Just stay. Not with my surgeon. It's with you. Well, a a man had. I met a man who had my tattoo. Did you? A tattoo of of your face. Yeah, my face. Where was it? Not a bad likeness. It was on his chest, as he pointed out next. Next to his ex-wife. Oh wow! I don't know if he was suggesting anything. Be a great way of confronting someone. Having a tattoo of them and your your ex-wife. <laughs> oh, to your hey, this ring any bells? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he had a ni- nice. It was a good one. Yeah, was it? What um, can I ask? Uh, I hope it's an okay question to ask. What was the hair like? Just because you've gone through some different styles, you had the sort of acid bob. It was a little a little longer, but it wasn't at maximum. I had a check shirt on, I remember, which was included in the depiction. Oh, wow. Lovely. Mm. And which must be, I mean, I, I wouldn't, if it was the tattooist, wouldn't you think, can I just do it plain? Can I have a plain blouse, please? <laughs> no, no, I want the checks. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but it was a good one. I mean, it wasn't one of those terrible ones. I liked it. Actually, or did he have a mirror pendant? <laughs> no, no, he did have, he did have my tattoo. <laughs> Um, on the 
If I was going to get a tattoo, by the way, I mean, anyone who has a tattoo of any of their children, I'd mm. want a, want a little bit of a paternity test before I committed to ink. Yeah, you don't want to be sure. Yeah. That's a massive thing. But I, um, I once went clay pigeon shooting. And um, extraordinary. Yeah, I remember there was a moment where I I broke the uh, the shotgun. You know, mm. you know what I mean. You oh, open it in the middle. It. Yeah, I halved it, and um, a a puff of uh, gunpowder. You can't say mm. that, Frank, anymore. And I think you can say that. <laughs> and and the guy next to me who, who ran the place said, looked at me and said. I would, I would say, actually, he was staring straight into my soul. Soul, yeah. <laughs> and he said, uh, best smell in the world. Wow. Yeah. Well, I thought it... Well, mm. Wow, that's, um, that's an insight into his personality, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Anyway, he took me to see his shotgun selection and he'd got some... He'd got them in glass case. He had an elephant gone. He had an actual elephant gone. Was it, can I... Sorry to interrupt, Frank. Was this... Um, a posh man. No. Oh, not at not, all. I thought it was one of those. We have a name for these people, which is fellow noticed me things. No, no, this was a salt of the earth kind oh, of guy. Oh, okay, okay. And he had um, a, I think it was a Purdy shotgun, mm. which um, was owned by uh, former West Ham hard man Julian Dix. One of my favourites. And on the silver, they're often... In, I'm sorry out of my depth in this conversation. They're often... Um, well, that's why I gave him a little, uh, little description. And um, the plate was engraved with um, the faces of his children. Oh, that's... No, oh, that's horrible. That's strange. <laughs> I don't like it. That's strange. Uh, well, is it any worse than uh, Drake Senior? I don't know. It's on a shotgun, I Listen... Can you be? This is your new friend. I've yeah. told you, you've got three yes. things in common. I know I beefed up the Doctor Who thing to lure you in, <laughs> but he's a nice friend for you. No, I um, I don't know how I'm going to approach him. I'll will take care of that. This reminds me. Compliment him on his ink. That's the way in. Nice ink, man. Yeah. You can't go and say that. Yeah, so but it he... sounds fake on Frank. Frank, try and say nice ink, man. How would you do? So I'm Dennis Gray. I'm here. Hey, Frank. Nice to meet you. Nice ink, man. There you go. It's too... It sounds like you're trying too hard, if I'm honest. Oh, well. And he also, he said that he doesn't like... Um, he said he's in, had 16 people trying to straighten it out. <laughs> straighten it out. <laughs> Which, um, wow. Was this all at once? Ensemble? I, think, I have to say... The, You'd start again, wouldn't you? You'd just start the, again. The dialogue in this story of <laughs> both Drake and his dad has made me feel like such an old white guy. So <laughs> when I first... There's a Drake quote, and I thought, Why do we have to put this in the right order? <laughs> he says... Um, why you do me wrong? We family. Yeah. Mm. Why you do me wrong? Yeah. We're family. I like it. You know. Is this what they used to call jive talk? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I felt very old and very white. And what I did must the say. dad say, Frank, in response to why the, you do me wrong? Why you got to do me wrong? Like I've family. got sixteen people. <laughs> Trying to straighten me out, they're hurting me. I think he said. <laughs> well, what, I mean, now? he might just have been having some elaborate um, massage. <laughs> I don't know, but it was a str- and there is. I've got to say, <laughs> we, 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 there's, there's one more aspect of the the Drake thing which did um, it did make me chuckle. <laughs> Frank Skinner. 
You had, mm-hmm. you weren't done with. Uh, no, why, well, why what are you doing wrong? Why you got to do Drake wrong? Well, this is a, this is a, a separate. They just mentioned this at the end. It was an addendum <laughs> on the Drake story, but I did like it, and uh, he had been condemned um, for um, Drake for using his private plane for quite short journeys. Oh, for short hops. Environmentalists thought mm. Drake, that was... Drake Air, yeah. They thought that was un, Drake Air. unacceptable. Drake Air. <laughs> Drake Air. And, Imagine um, Skinner Air. <laughs> so, um... You'd have to buy your own snacks. It's a long way to Skinner Air, Ree. Oh, come um, on. So, he uh, felt that he had to defend himself on Twitter... And what he said was, he said, we were just moving that plane to another airport. And then he added, as, as he's killer, um, uh, no one was on the flight. Oh, that's oh, what <laughs> Well, fair, fair enough. enough. Yeah, fair enough. Well, they well, won't the do any harm. the sigh of relief. <laughs> Oh, wow. No, I yeah. love that people trying to make it better, mate. Trying it to make worse. it better. Don't, don't say anything at all. Leave it, Drake. Put the phone down. Oh, man, there's no one on it, though. Do you think, Frank, if you had to meet Drake, how would you cope with that in terms of... How would you find common ground with him? Would you struggle? <laughs> Be totally honest. Well, I think he'd probably start off on the bad foot with me Google <laughs> imaging okay, yeah. and looking around the room to find... Um, I'd say, did your dad play drums with Jerry Lee Lewis? And then I'd tell her some of my favourite Jerry Lee Lewis anecdotes. That's a good way in. Yeah. Mm. That's lovely, Frank. Yeah, it's good, because I think you need to think about things. You never know when you'll find yourself. And he's made some unlikely friends, Zoe. Mm -hmm. I reckon I'd bond. We'd bond over ink. Uh, I've got a bit of ink. Oh, you've got yeah. ink. I, th- I would I impress. Don't see any I would, impre- I would impress him with my ink. Talk uh, us through your ink. I've got. Uh, well, I've got half a sleeve there. I've got. Do sleeve. you know? I've never seen oh, so no, much. I've, I've never seen that. Is it, is it a what you forest? See? Say what you see. It's Frank. It's very rude. No, it looks like. You so can't sort of a Japanese seat, and I've got a Japanese oh, seat on one sleeve, and it goes down my back. Do you know, that's actually lovely, Frank, isn't it? I've got what m- must be the most Brighton tattoo you can have. I've got a um, a vegan hand poked hammerhead shark on one leg. <laughs> It's on one leg, or you've got it on one leg? <laughs> I've got it on one leg. Oh, OK, I thought yeah, it was... I've got it down there, look. Oh, yeah. Let's have a look. A oh, she has, Frank. This is great radio. Sorry, yeah. I yeah. do appreciate it. I've got a little hand poke shark. I'm sorry, readers. Why have we got to do you wrong? I do apologise. We should put a photo of the, Stick of the a sleeve. Stick picture of the hand The, yeah, the sleeve is uh, lovely. Stunning, Frank. It's, it's a dance. So, I, out of all three of us, me and Drake would probably be besties. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I win. On Are this you one. suggesting I wouldn't have much in common? I'm just... I, I think it would. I'd struggle. <laughs> I got to. I'm not to deep, delve deeper. Um, my my Charday anecdotes. Okay. That, oh, Frank, you can crack those out. Mm, I don't think mm. I've got any of those. Frank Skinner. I should say we had a card from um, Martin Cheek. Do you know Martin Cheek? Do you remember? He does... Um, he does... Uh, I'm showing up a... He's, he's an artist, but he also is a bit of a pun. 
Ponmeister. I don't like the look of the front of that card is the first thing I'm going to say. Do you know why? <laughs> why? It looks horribly like one of my worst things ever is on the front of it. No, it is an octopus. Oh, Do you not like octopus? Well, we spoke about octopuses <laughs> last week. Oh. Um, and, he, and he says, hi, Frank and Emily. Re the octopus. And Emily said, is it octopus or octopi? It's that old debate. And he said, Emily, I think the plural of octopus is octopuses. Oh. Because the origin is Greek, not Latin. I, you know what? He is cheek is so up my straza. Yeah, and then he sent me. Oh, a, sorry, <laughs> he sent you a um, a calendar, which includes his artwork, and I think may well include um, an octopus. That that monster on wow. the front of the card. We yeah. just didn't like the cut of their jib, Frank. And I'm not a fan. So. We've had some complaints, Frank. I've had a Have number we? of people um, from the marine world getting in touch. What? From underwater? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who was it? We didn't Aquan. like what you was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman has been in touch. Aquaman has, has been... Prince Namor, the submariner. Mm. I left him on red. Yeah. Um, they've been... Tried Try Tempest. They, <laughs> Poseidon is oh, livid. Oh, what about if it was um, X20? Do you remember that one who used to the secret? <laughs> I am just an old man, Commander. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of it. Hey, David, what was his... Did you have a Mandarin collar, Frank? He might have had he a... He had a sort of a green uh, Lurex cloak. Was it a bit bogged down safari suit? He, oh, was it a cloak? With a ju- did he have a, ju- a jewel clasping it? He was the earthbound agent of Titan, the uh, underwater... Um, I'm having memory flashbacks to Hang this. Hang on, was yeah. Titan in relation... So, N- Neptune and Poseidon, obviously. They don't feature. Oh, OK. No. it's um, They've got their own... Uh, their own people. <laughs> their own people? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like <laughs> Neptune and Poseidon were a bit Rainforest Cafe. Axtivity <laughs> <laughs> Heroes a bit Jungle Cave. <laughs> but the way it worked with Jungle Cave, it was, uh, sorry, with X20, is he would Titan. be doing something. Oh, Titan, Lord, Lord <laughs> Titan, we must destroy Stingray. And then there'd be a at the door and all the machinery that he was speaking into would turn into some lovely like a, a stereogram oh, and stuff like that and he'd oh. get to the door and they'd say have, have you been communicating with Titan from and he'd say oh, I'm just an old man commander <laughs> and, and Titan I, presumably had a trident because that's the thing that links I all think these marine Titan characters was furious did he have long hair? Const- he- no. What he had a cap, a but tight cap. A tight cap. He called cap. it, a t- he referred to it as his tight cap. a tight cap. Can I have a quick, a brief question, guys? How did uh, Titan deal with, because Neptune and Poseidon had issues with this, they deal with the, the below stairs area. Seaweed. Do we have a towel? Oh yeah, they normally seaweed. have a sea a seaweed. Some seaweed. No, he, he had. I'm pretty confident he had. I mean, I haven't. Legs. I haven't watched Stingray for probably fifty years, but um, I think he had legs. Yes, I'm confident. <laughs> I'm confident he had legs, Titan. Um, oh. Did Titan have legs? This way, if you eight, twelve, fifteen. Now the show is about to end. We'll have to read it out next week. Okay. We could just Google imaging, but are they going to be uh, full length? Yeah, they could just be headshots. I don't want to be having. I don't want that on my. Google history. No, well, I think that's all right. Titan's legs. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> Titan's nether regions. Uh, uh, t- you'll be tight and below the waist yeah. is what you'd have to put in. It's not, it's not, it's not on. You'll just get some spandex. So, okay, yeah, some spanks. <laughs> Zoe, thanks. Uh, it's always lovely to see you in any context. Lovely to see you too. But especially on the show. And uh, if the good Lord spares us, and we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. 